0: Do you feel that you relate as an empath and want to understand in greater t- detail what that means, being an empath, the gifts you possess, and also how to create a sense of well being and security from within? Stay tuned for this episode of Spirit Lift. this episode of SpearLift, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ivana from Croatia, who has helped more, almost 200 empath clients from all over the world to transform their lives and achieve their version of success. Ivana, welcome to SpearLift.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: No, thank you so much, Ivana. And I'm really, really excited and passionate to talk and speak on this issue of people who relate as Pests. And I think, you know, this goes for almost anyone all around the world who had this, this sense of, they feel maybe more than they sometimes would like to. They feel more than, you know, that they just can't contain. (laughs) That's why I can't put my words together sometimes because I feel like I'm like that. And there's just an over rush of emotion and just feeling into Many things in their life, whether it be with people, whether it be with different circumstances, etc. So, I want to talk about in this episode of Spearlifts for people who relate as empaths how they can really understand themselves better, how they can harness really the gifts of what it means to be an empath, but also at the same time create the sense of you know security from within, so they're not overwhelmed or being taken advantage of. So before we get started, can you please, Ivana, describe from your perspective, what it means to be an empath and the characteristics, characteristics, I can't say the word, characteristics of what that encompasses, please?
1: Yes, definitely. So empaths are typically people who have a nervous system that's more rare among uh people. So we have a more uh that is uh, more sensitive to other people's emotions and everything that is going on uh around them. Uh we were typically born with this kind of nervous system and then uh through the circumstances in our childhood and our early life that uh, those abilities become enhanced and increased, so we typically become even more sensitive through our childhood. Um, so it's a combination of uh, genetical um, pre- precondition or genetical um, propensity potential to be uh, an empath and then combined with a certain uh, set of circumstances and a certain environment in your childhood that produces these empath abilities. Uh, Often uh, related to empath topic, we talk about highly sensitive people too. So this is something that is similar but not completely same. Highly sensitive people in addition to feeling other people's energy and emotions also are uh, usually very sensitive to sound uh smell um uh, light. so they also have a physical sensitivity whereas empaths uh can be highly sensitive that way too but they don't have to be so it can be um only only emotional uh for them so if you're wondering if anyone who's watching this if you're wondering if you are an empath w- typical signs of being an empath is uh when you know how other people are feeling uh, very quickly usually after seeing them they don't even have to talk most of the time you just look at them and you already get a sense of um how they're feeling uh if you get easily overwhelmed uh, by situations Um, that can lead also to high levels of anxiety. A lot of empaths are suffering from high levels of anxiety because of all these intense emotions that they're feeling and that they need to deal with. Um, A lot of empaths also have uh, certain intuitive abilities where they know what's going to happen or they feel how circumstances are going to evolve. Uh, a lot of empaths have strong connection to animals and to nature and to water. So those are some very um, specific characteristics that most empaths are experiencing in their lives. And what happens often that they, because we are experiencing that since we are born, We don't really know for a long time that there are people who uh, feel or function differently, which represents a certain problem for us because then we cannot completely understand other people's actions and why other people are acting differently, which then leads to a sense of uh, not belonging or not fitting in or not being understood by your environment and so this is why i think it's important to know the characteristics of being an empath and uh, identifying with that uh, label because it gives you a sense of belonging and you finally understand you know that what's what was happening to you your whole life is actually something very normal you just didn't know where it's coming from and what are the reasons for that
0: ivana the way you describe how empaths are and the characteristics of what an empath is for me in a way it sounds like a tremendous burden it sounds like a tremendous response. like uh, the, like the feelings and thoughts that come to me feel like burden responsibility and i just feel like drained when i hear that and i'll, I'll tell you why because i think i think i i personally relate a, a large part you know, I, I don't know to what degree I may or may not be an impact path, but I think as I've grown up, I've definitely felt that I encompass, you know, something related to being of those characteristics that you talk about, right? And just because of the way my life has gone, the way I have felt in situations with people and in circumstances, etc. So I feel that a part of me is like that. Absolutely. So, but you know, uh, for me, the image and the feelings that come to me is like, it, I feel like just, it's like a jellyfish almost. Right. It's just, I, I'm like this one organism. And then like, as a jellyfish, I touch a bunch of different veins and it feels a certain thing, but there's no like control within it. Right. It just feels loose. So, but I can, I also, like now at my age, I do understand more and more and have developed, I think more intuitively ways to harness it for good. So I want to speak about that. Like if people relate as empaths in, in the way that you talk about, maybe can you go into this, um, different ways in which people can really understand how it's not actually just a burden at all, but also more deeply as a gift, how it can be a gift and how we can really, you know, keep it, keep that energy because it is a form of energy, essentially a, a way of extending it, maybe, but how we can, in a way, contain it in a way that's healthy. Can we speak to that,
1: please? Yes, absolutely. I completely understand where you are coming from uh, and understand why empaths would think that this is a burden and i definitely thought it was a burden for a very uh big majority of my life and that that is one of the reasons why i'm doing this work now because i want to help other people to not feel that way i think the first thing that we need to understand and that maybe helps with Uh, not seeing it as a burden is understanding that having these kind of abilities and they are abilities uh, roles in the society and certain jobs that you can perform that people who are not empaths cannot and uh at the same time people who are not sensitive in that way to other emotions and who are not experiencing the world in the same time, in the same way as empaths do have different set of problems and burdens that they have to deal with so it's just i would say a difference in a life path or a life journey uh, between an empath or a non-empath but both both types have to figure out how to harness those Powers that they're having, enhancing their strengths and uh and uh, kind of working with their weaknesses or things that are not so beneficial to them in order to step into their power and into their true purpose. So what happens because a lot of empaths think and feel that this is a burden, which is totally understandable because you're overwhelmed with other people's reactions, emotions, opinions, since, literally since you were born, uh, inputs st- try, uh, start to repress and suppress their emotions very early on. And this is kind of unhealthy way of coping and an unhealthy way of creating those shields around you so the 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 energy wouldn't penetrate uh, into into your body and jeopardize that inner sense of safety. that works to 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 a certain degree and it's the only choice that most empaths have in their childhood because they don't have a role model. They, they don't have anyone who would teach them how to do it differently. So they have to come up with a strategy when they're three or four or five on how to deal with that. And of course, that the only strategy that's coming to our mind is to suppress emotions. But when that continues for years and decades, it creates a lot of suppressed Energy uh, that is contained in our bodies, and actually all of those uh, traumas that um, uh, that made us suppress those emotions and protect our, ourselves in that way become triggers, which are then like a leak in our in our energy and a bunch of little holes through which other energy can come in in an even more intense way so that that way of protecting protecting ourselves kind of backfires and our emotions become even more intense, and it just become even harder to handle so the healthy way of protecting ourselves and create uh that sense of inner safety is through healing our traumas first and foremost so this this is the first step that we need to do and this healing needs to happen on the mental level on the emotional level and on the energetical level and when we find healing on all of those three levels levels for uh major traumas in our life already with that we are forming an inner sense of safety we're coming back to our wholeness we're connecting to our authenticity and then we're actually in a place where we can uh, develop uh, new methods and go into new methods and tools on how to guard that inner safety But. You know, the the problem with all the methods out there that are being proposed like creating a shield around you, visualizations and meditations that protect you, which are amazing methods and they do work. But in order for them to fully work, you first need to have an inner sense of safety. First, you need to feel safe in your body because if you don't feel safe in your body and you create a shield around you it doesn't really do anything because the danger isn't really the danger isn't really coming from the outside the energy that comes through is just a trigger for what's going on inside you and that's why as i said healing traumas on all these levels uh, is key to actually um to even start having that sense of safety within yourself.
0: I think that's a really important point you're making because the thing is if you're an empath or if you you relate as one, those first few years of your life, they say up till the seventh or eighth year of your life, you're just downloading and downloading information that really carries on with you the rest of your life. So I think as an empath, if you, are so, um, if you go through certain circumstances growing up that are not favorable to your overall well-being, your psychology, your emotions, and they're so traumatic, that's going to be much later in life, that much more difficult to be an empath because you're going to just have, I think people who can't get over certain traumas earlier in their life, definitely have a lot of anger issues when they get older as an empath, right? Because you just, you're, you've are suffered from something so young and you, like you were talking about before about the energy gets stuck down there somewhere and it comes out in really weird ways later in life. And you're like, where did that come from? Right? So yeah. that's really bad. So I, I kind of want to go into your therapy now because you're a transformational coach. And so why did you personally want to do this like I we can talk about a little bit more your story and then how do you use your work for people who relate to this to really really change their life around and see this situation as being an empath as a gift and also protect themselves
1: yes uh so I've been working in corporate jobs for about a decade i actually have a diploma in software engineering uh, a master's in software engineering which is (laughs) not related at all and i was working in it management and somewhere around uh 26 i had my first encounter with uh therapy and i went through uh, a, a spiritual awakening or I, or actually I was introduced to spirituality and that was a huge uh shift in my life and that's where everything started to change for me um i i, I was always- <laughs> sorry
0: really quickly Ivana when you say cuz i just want to be a little bit more specific when you talk about spirituality what are you talking about exactly what does that mean to you mm-hmm.
1: what does that mean to me well i was um through therapy uh this world of authenticity, of uh, concepts of ego and authentic self uh, were introduced to me. And that was the first time that I actually understood uh, that there is something more uh, to people than uh, than our mind or our thoughts. Um, I became very interested in what is the authentic self and discovering who authentically am I. Uh, because I was of disbelief that, you know, I'm all these versions of me, and that there's no, there's no one, even I, actually, as you're asking me that I remember, I'm remembering my first session with my therapist, where he was talking about my authentic self and I was like, what that even is you know today i'm one version of myself today i'm another and that's shifting and changing all the time so how can you have one authentic self so this is what this is what intrigued me and what led me on that journey and of course then the topic spread um through through everything that i was discovering
0: and oh yeah keep going sorry
1: yeah no problem so uh so as i got introduced to it i kind of felt oh my god this there's this whole other world that I didn't even know about uh, actually and I became very passionate about it I didn't I didn't take take it lightly at all you know when I do something I do it 120 percent so I was reading I was watching videos I was meditating I was doing therapy and uh, really uh, uh not just understanding concepts on a, on an on intellectual level, but also applying to myself and learning about myself and what is it that drives me, uh, what are some patterns that I'm uh, projecting and enacting in my life and so on. And so as this continued, uh, I really became very passionate about the topic. I knew more and more I, uh, I was approached by different people in my environment because they were seeing the transformation that was happening uh, in me and they wanted to know more and they wanted advice and they started to write a blog. And those were kind of beginnings of beginnings uh, of me understanding that I want to change my career and that I want to start doing something meaningful and help other people do what I did. Uh, however, I couldn't really find a, a method that I wanted to train in because I didn't want to do something that will just work um, on a conscious level, although I didn't then know that this is what was bothering me, because every time I would start working with someone, they would come to this point of frustration where they couldn't uh, break through. And then all the enthusiasm from the beginning and all the motivation that they had would just disappear. And um, it didn't feel satisfying. Also, what happened in my personal life was that after working uh, on all of this for years, meditating, uh, therapy, healing, um, uh, and you know, my focus being on relationships and understanding why my relationships are not working, I decided to be single for a while and really get over any kind of codependency become happy alone all those things that they tell you you need to do to to be happy uh and have a lot of cats (laughs) no i don't i don't have cats i have dogs but they live with my parents so yeah (laughs) i'm I'm a dog lover good good yeah yeah so uh After I did all of this stuff and I was in really, really great place for months, I met a person and got into a relationship that really was like a wrecking ball. Like in just like a month or two, my life fell apart. I was super anxious. The, I was behaving in ways that I couldn't believe that I was behaving. I knew on an intellectual level, I knew everything I needed to do and what I should do and what I shouldn't do, but that didn't have anything uh, to do with what I actually did. And I just couldn't control my actions and my, uh, my emotions or any of it. And on the day, I broke up with that guy. I discovered the the method that everything started with, which is rapid transformational therapy uh, by Marisa Peer. And what I learned from her was that the way to, to really work through issues and resolve issues is by working on a subconscious level and not on a conscious level and that was the thing that actually gave me hope because that whole situation made me feel really really hopeless because i thought well if i worked so that dedic- in a such a dedicated way for five years and then it's not like okay i got in a relationship which was kind of you know it wasn't really what i wanted but it was a total disaster and i was a total disaster in that relationship like what hope uh, is there? You know, wh- how long would I have to continue the way I I was doing stuff at the time to actually resolve that issue? And so, uh, finding out about working on the subconscious level was a huge thing for me. And uh, I tried it out. It resolved uh, my anxious attachment in one session, one session, which is absolutely unbelievable and fascinating. And that's the
0: RTT therapy you do. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes. And so I trained into that method uh i also trained uh later on uh as an NLP coach and uh, expanded the, the therapy with uh, uh expanded what i do with my of course intuitive healing methods and my knowledge and my personal experience and started to um i changed careers uh in the meantime uh, my the company i worked for closed down literally overnight uh i had one paying client at that moment uh and i was like i felt that this was this was the moment and this was the sign for me to start my own business but i had really no idea or logically logically it didn't make any sense and i didn't have any idea on how i'm going to make it work but I trusted, uh, we, you know, I went back and forth between trusting and being super afraid, but I stayed with it. And now uh, two years, almost two years from that moment, as you said, in the beginning, I worked with almost 200 clients uh, with, you know, amazing, amazing transformation in their lives. That's really and incredible. Yeah, and what I noticed um, as I wanted to niche and uh, be more specific in what I do, I noticed at some point that most of my clients are already empaths without me uh, explicitly being an empath coach, but obviously this is the energy uh, that I'm resonating with and that they are resonating with. So I decided to you know, make it official and to become uh specialized in working with empaths and what i also realized in that journey is that through healing all of those traumas through healing uh my relationships and uh, my wounds wounds that were inflicted by my family dynamic um i achieved this inner sense of safety and that knowing of my authenticity and who I am. And it's much, much easier for me now to um, separate between my feelings and the feelings from other people. And I mean, as a therapist and as a coach, I work with people every single day with difficult stories, difficult emotions. And I am able to do that without being uh, seriously affected or, you know, uh, being affected to the point where I can't function or something like that. So um, that shows me, uh, I find it as proof of the, the, the level of stability and sense of safety I have now. Um, and this is what I want to do uh, for my clients as well who are struggling with that.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, that's incredible that you've been able to do that for yourself and that your goal is to make sure people who are like that also get to that level like you are. You know I mean? And it's great that you also realize that you need to focus and want to focus on that specific type of work and niche it down. So then your impact can really be that much greater for so many more people, you know, who relate to this. And please let us know down below if you're listening on the podcast format, or if you're or if you're watching on YouTube, please comment below. Are you an empath? Do you relate to what Ivan's talking about with this type of person and characteristics? Please let us know below. It'd be great to know in what issues that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And Yvonne, I have a couple other things I want to ask you um, before we close on this episode of Lift. Um Firstly, do you Let's say, cause you talked about it a little bit about your relationships or your relationship and your significant other, et cetera. Um, what type of relationships in just in general, um, complement or work very well for empaths, right? Like what, what sort of relationships are, you know, a good match for someone who may be an empath
1: hmm well that's a very interesting question um i think um because of uh, our sensitivity and our uh, ability to feel in such an intense way i think it's uh, good for us if we pair up with people who are uh not so sensitive as us uh so that they have uh, uh that so that they can provide this the stability for us but in on the other hand we need to be careful that they're not uh too cold because that's for an empath that's very triggering and is just um uh renewing those those traumas of not being understood not being emotionally connected so it has to be for for an empath i think the most important thing is to find a person with the um, right balance between being sensitive and emotion emotional uh, but not too emotional and be uh, maybe more on the logic side um of things, uh, uh, approaching things more logically so so you can complement each other. Also, it has to be something, uh, someone that really understands our need to be alone uh, and our need to have our alone time, our recharging time, um, our time where we recalibrate uh if if it's a person who does who uh doesn't understand that it would create a lot of issues in a relationship because this is something that we need to have uh i think it goes without saying that it has to be a person that can handle intense emotions (laughs) and who can be who can really hold that space for us when we're going through uh things and the if you are able to find that kind of person and i'm sure that you can because uh i know from personal example that this is possible then this is extremely healing extremely healing you because it, it provides for you something that that you really needed and wanted in your childhood. Uh, but in order to even meet that kind of person, of course, you have to heal that childhood trauma to 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 a high degree. So uh, you come to the come to the place where this would be nice to have, but it's not absolutely necessary for you. Uh, and you don't think that you can not survive without having someone who can hold that space when you get to that point then you actually can uh, meet people who are like that
0: that's very that's very insightful and very helpful i think for a lot of people who are trying to understand those relationships that could work best for them and and just make them you know become the best version of themselves but also be with the right type of person so i think that's excellent excellent insight
1: Ivana, I, I think it's a very important. I'm sorry that I'm interrupting. I just want to say one more sentence. I think it's very important for empaths to know uh, that it is possible for them to find a partner that will um, be a perfect match for them this was something that i needed to shift and it was the last thing i shifted before i met my current partner where i was buying into an idea or a concept of how relationships have to look like and what has to happen um based on the most common blueprint, let's say. So it's very important to even open up to the possibility that what you specifically need is out there and that there is a person who can give you that uh, in a way that it will feel comfortable and good for them and not that they're doing it just because you need it and that they're forcing themselves into it.
0: That's a great, great, great incredible insight and I can relate to that personally as well because I mean I think for me you know my wife is uh you know I I I think both her and I encompass a lot of um you know deeply intrinsic empathetic qualities for sure um but the thing is it's right with what you're saying I feel because it resonates with me because uh I see that with certain, especially loving, caring, you know, emotions of that nature, they come out better or they come out stronger when I'm with her, if that makes sense. Right. So I, I feel like the better side of me, even though she's seen a lot of bad side, <laughs> I say, I, like, I, I feel like the good side always outweighs the bad side and comes out even stronger, if that makes sense, you know?
1: Yes. And I, I think, think that's that- really powerful. Yes, that's amazing. I'm glad that you have that kind of relationship in your life. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of a definition of a perfect relationship. And that happens when there is this really, really deep resonance between two people. Of course, that doesn't mean there won't be problems or challenges or issues. Uh, That is one of the roles of a relationship to to bring up stuff for us to the surface that we we wouldn't be able to heal by ourselves but in the end it's always coming back to what you were describing and i think that's very 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 beautiful
0: no thank you and 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 i say when the problems come up i say bring them on i'll face it don't worry you know (laughs) for the good or for the bad you (laughs) you know so Now, Yvonne, this is such an incredible conversation. so important. And just as we finish, the one thing, last thing I want to ask you, and just out of curiosity, trying to tie in a little bit of the thread of spirituality as well. And I don't know what your personal belief on this issue is, but just out of curiosity, do you think people in maybe in our circumstances or from our own decisions before we come to earth, do you think maybe before we come into if you believe this in come into human form and we're here on planet earth, do you think we decide in advance to come with these types of characteristics for this life?
1: absolutely i absolutely believe that with 100 percent certainty so that would be knowing and not believing <laughs> if, you, if you if you if you believe that someone can know that stuff i mean uh i'm kidding a little bit but i definitely i i deeply believe that uh you know the the other thing with the subconscious mind and the subconscious patterns is that they're kind of demonized, and I think that's also an unhealthy way of looking at them, and that is hindering to all of us because it's like, oh, you have this belief, so you have these patterns that are really limiting to you, and now you're you're a victim of your own subconscious mind, and this is not really how how it works in my opinion and now with a lot of experience in actually working with the subconscious mind i feel that that we all come to earth already with a plan on what we will be experiencing in our childhood which then forms our subconscious mind in a way that allows us to transcend and heal certain energies, certain very specific energies for us that help us evolve and grow. Um, And this is why when we embrace that, And when we open up to that, the more we heal uh, those traumas, the more we're stepping into our purpose, the more we're discovering our own power, our unique gifts, and we're becoming more and more successful. We're becoming more happy. We're more easily manifesting what we want. Uh, We have a a higher level of contentment and um, satisfaction in our everyday life. Because we are actually doing what we came here for um you know a lot of people say you know my life purpose is being a coach or helping people or whatever it is i think that's just a part of life purpose i think real life purpose for all of us us is the that we experienced in our childhood and the patterns and beliefs that uh bec- that came about as a consequence of that and when we do that we we discover our true power our true power becomes visible and enhanced
0: i think for anyone out there right now who's listening or watching Really, if you relate to this, and for whatever part of your life, if you really feel that there is certain struggles getting beyond certain ways of doing things, certain ways of getting over past issues, emotional issues, anxiety, depression that you have now, and you definitely relate to this and exactly what Ana's saying and describing all this in, in amazing clarity, connect with her. Really connect with her and start understanding more of who you are on a deeper level and really transform yourself as Ivana has. I mean, she definitely did through the, you know, this their, um, type of transformational therapy that she went through and now she teaches others to get on that track. So do it really. I mean, do not spend another day going through a situation where you just feel that life is out of your control. We're not here on this planet that long. So we want to live, the most amazing, open, beautiful, accepting life possible. And I think that Ivana can be a huge, huge help in your life and just help you get on the track that you truly deserve and that you would really, truly want ultimately. So Ivana, really thank you so incredibly much. And where can more? Where can people find you, book a session with you, start on this path with you, and then, just in general, like connect with you on all the other platforms. Where can they do that?
1: Mm. First of all, thank you so much for this. And it was beautifully said. at you know, I always say uh, healing is not fixing, it's not about fixing you you don't have to fix yourself you're going to more understanding more uh discovering of your own power and just enhancing the quality of your life uh and this is what it's all about so yeah i will be thrilled if you reach out to me uh and i would be so happy to to talk to you and to see uh the best way how we can work together and how we can help you um get to that potential so the way is that you can reach out to me is via social media uh instagram and facebook i'm more active on instagram i have a beautiful community there but also i have a facebook page so on instagram it's at ivana point rapid transformation uh on facebook it's rapid Trans- transformation with ivana uh, the, uh that's the name of the page and on both pages you have the possibility and the option to book uh free strategy session with me or you can just send me a me- message both is completely fine i also have a website um i think uh, you will put the uh, all the information in the description below so you can check it out so it's the website is uh Ivana-RapidTransformation.com where you can also find more information about me and you can also get in touch.
0: Perfect, Ivana. So all of our spirit lifters out there on the podcast, on the video platforms, we're going to include all of Ivana's information, website, socials, contact details in the description below, also in the pinned comments. So please be sure to check her out, really. If you really relate to this, because it is really worldwide, uh, I think, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think a lot of people worldwide, definitely relate to this, are really trying to figure it out, have more questions than answers, and really want to change their life around today. So please connect with her. I think she can really, really be a huge asset in your life and really discover and become the person that you really want to be. So, Ivana, thank you so much for being on this episode of Lips.
1: Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm looking forward to anyone who will reach out to me as a consequence of this. And I hope uh, what uh, the audience heard here, it was helpful and maybe helped someone uh, today uh, in their lives. And I will be very happy if this is the case.
0: Thank you, Ivana. And thank you, everyone. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.